New data in support of using the so-called polypill to prevent cardiovascular events was announced at the American Heart Association meeting. Simon Tom described his group's findings from a study using patients at identifiably high risk rather than the general older population in whom earlier data have already shown benefit. I asked him what their new study has contributed over and above the data already available. What's been missing is an evaluation of this strategy in people for whom there's no contention about the indications for all the components of a fixed-dose combination, the statin, beta blocker, blood pressure-lowering agent, thiazide, ACE inhibitor, aspirin. And those are people who've already suffered a heart attack or a stroke. There's no argument about whether or not they should be on aspirin or which um, degree to which you should lower their cholesterol or their blood pressure. They, they absolutely need it. You don't need a doctor to make that decision. And so what have you been looking at here? How did you go about um, this investigation with this polypill? We identified people who were at high cardiovascular risk, largely by recognition of the fact that they'd already experienced a heart attack or a stroke. We identified them in India and in Europe um, and randomised them to continue with usual care or to the fixed-dose combination strategy using a form of, of polypill with those components. And what did you see? A considerable improvement in the adherence rates in those people ascribed to the combination strategy. And that improvement in the adherence rates was paralleled by improvements in their blood pressure and in their cholesterol. Adherence is often a difficult thing to evaluate. Uh, The literature is a little bit mixed about the best best method for doing that. But the strength that, uh, that we carried in this trial was to... Uh, support the adherence endpoint by the parallel measures of the biological variables that we that we undertook, the blood pressure measurement and the cholesterol measurement. So you saw a 33% increase in um, adherence. What are the clinical implications then? What's the bottom line coming out of this? I think adoption of this strategy and upscaling the availability with approaches to adherence such as this could go a long way towards meeting the uh, shortfall in cardiovascular disease prevention that we're struggling to achieve by 2020. Professor Simon Tom, Chair of Cardiovascular and Clinical Pharmacology at London's Imperial College. I'm Sarah Maxwell in Los Angeles.